Yo, 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 what's going on, millionaires? You're listening to the Million Dollar Mind Podcast, episode 203 on bringing you to the promised land with stock options. Now, I know our guests really like that word, the promised land. It's your guy, Kai Speaks, and we are here with yet another high-level million-dollar conversation with a really dope guest. I just had some good conversation with this brother uh, for you know about 20, 30 minutes or so, but the relationship been building and brewing yeah. long before that. We had a live uh, live masterclass with him uh, a couple weeks ago, actually like right after the Christmas holidays mm-hmm. on trying to help you guys make that holiday spending back with these stock <laughs> options. And I'm trying to put y'all on, and Chris has been putting his community onto these stock options for quite some time now. But without further ado, I would like to introduce, man, just go ahead and put the camera on my brother, Chris Jackson. What's going on, everybody? Yes, How y'all doing? How you doing? Yeah, man. man Chris, I'm, I'm excited on, to have you, bro. And for for those who are tuning in for the first time and are not familiar with who you are, Chris, I mean, you guys, you, you got to just tap into his channel to really see, you know, the level of game he's putting out on a daily basis. I mean, you even right now trading live. For, I know yeah. you was doing like the last five days of the new year. You 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 still going strong with that daily live? Yeah, so I'm doing it every every Wednesday. I trade live. Okay. Uh, sometimes I pop in and pop out, but I trade live every day with the people in my program. Got you, got yeah. you, got you. And then so on YouTube, you probably like dropping every some Wednesday. clips of that. Yep, clips of it. Okay, sure. okay, got you. So for those who are new and are just checking this out for the first time, this is the Million Dollar Mind podcast. We got Chris Jackson in the building, and Chris helps his people, right, who really tap in with him, make anywhere from five hundred to $1,000 a day in stock options. He is the creator of the Promised Land, you know, stock options community, really helping people, you know, identify what their financial goals are and just bringing them to that that, that financial freedom, AKA that Promised Land. And uh, also a father and a husband. So it's interesting to see how, you know, you balancing, you know, those things as well with, you know, the daily grind of stock options. So Chris, just tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself and, Really, I guess we could start off with that big question. Like, what is the difference between stock options and traditional stocks? No, that's a good question, man. That's definitely a good question. Uh, to, to talk about that first thing you said, uh, first of all, give all praise to the most high. That's why I always start that off mm-hmm. right? Uh Being a father, being a, uh, a husband, I have to talk, to, I have to give everything to my wife, right? Because without her support, without her being there, it's going to be diff- it's difficult to do everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, especially when we got kids, it's like she pregnant every other month. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So <laughs> we got a lot of kids, but it's just, it's, it's all good, man. So I just shout out to my wife. But uh, so stock options, man, listen, when I say stock options is a game changer, right. it's a game changer. So I want you to think about this, for example, with a regular stock, if you got Apple, okay, Apple, say, for example, random number, Apple costs $100. Mm-hmm. If you want to get 100 shares of Apple, you would pay roughly around $10,000. That's $100 times by 100 shares. You have around 10, I think, if the numbers were, I think $10,000 if the numbers right. I may be off. But if I want to buy, well, get 100 shares of stock options, I may only spend $140. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you go from spending $10,000 to spending $140, you can make the exact same amount of money. But the only difference is you have to sell it by a particular date. But stock options are a lot cheaper. You can make more money, and you can make money faster. Right, faster, mm-hmm. cheaper. And I think that those are the two keywords that got people perking up already, right? Because exactly, we in this day exactly. and time, social media, mm-hmm. just being having an online presence is just spending time with our faces planted on some type of screen, whether it's a TV screen, a computer screen, the cell phone, right? We want to know how to make money fast, and we want to know how to make money, you know, uh, 
the most affordable way possible. Sir, yes, uh, sir. You know, a few years ago, people thought that the word investor, you know, was automatically tied to somebody who had a lot of liquid capital mm-hmm. to be able to invest. And nowadays you can invest with what you're saying with $140 and could possibly make from that $140 investment, 500 to $1,000 mm-hmm. daily. Um, and that's all due to stock options and, and other things as well. Right. But stock mm-hmm. options is definitely a vehicle that's helping people tap exactly. in. So when did your journey, and I know you tapped into this story. This might sound a little redundant, mm-hmm. you know, and for our folks who listened to the live masterclass that we had with Chris last week or a couple of weeks ago, you know, this might sound redundant as well. But for if you knew, I definitely want you to hear the story on how you, Chris, had kind of tapped into right, stock right, options right. and was really like, blessed with the information and just (laughs) went to straight ham after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so me and my wife was a Valentine's Day and me and my wife decided to go to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Shout out to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, first of all. (laughs) So we went to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina and uh, we was at the bar having some, I think we were eating some food and uh, the owner of, the employee at the hotel said, hey, I'm about to have a wine tasting, our first one. Mm. Asked if we want to do it. I'm like, that's cool. So we had enough to do, went to this wine tasting and a couple came to the table and they say they've been on vacation for eight weeks. So mm. as soon as I heard they was on vacation for eight weeks, the first thing I went and happened in my mind was, how in the world have you been on vacation for eight weeks? Right. I got to struggle to get my <laughs> exactly. job and get me a five-day vacation. A couple days, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bring my laptop with me next, like I'm in be on vacation. What's going on, everybody? Chris with Jackson here, and I'm so excited for this upcoming five-day mastermind starting February 27th. This is not a challenge. This is a mastermind, and we're going to dig deep. I'm going to show you how to make additional income trading stock options while still working your full-time job. The goal is to show you that you no longer have to rely on your full-time job to take care of all of your expenses, right? And you can use money from from the stock market to take care of all of your expenses, to pay your mortgage, to pay your car payment, pay your gas bill, pay the daycare, to pay your, uh, your uh, on your vacations. Whatever you may have expense-wise, you can use the stock market to pay it. And we no longer have to rely on your full-time job to take care of those responsibilities. Because if your full-time job tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, listen, your services are no longer required, what then? So he's on vacation for eight weeks. So I started throwing out I had a trucking company at the time. I also wanted to get into HVAC. He didn't bite on none of that stuff, right? He was like, okay, you know, whatever, whatever. And then the couple we was down there with, they, he, uh, he said, listen, I want to learn about this stock market. When I say the guy's face lit up, face lit up for the next three hours. He's buying the shots, talking about the stock market. He said he just paid $1,000 on Tesla before he came downstairs to the wine tasting. Mm. And in my mind, I'm like, whatever. You know, I'm like, I hear you, but I don't, you know, whatever, right? But he talked about it for a long time. So he said, when you get home, give me a call. I'm going to set your screen up for you and kind of show you some things. I called him. He took a stay on the phone for like an hour and a half. He threw me in the ocean and told me to go swim. Mm, go swim and that you did right i started to drown first right okay. I, I started drowning at first yeah. I, had, I had to learn how to swim but uh i can say it's been a blessing it's been a blessing to be introduced to it because i've never been introduced to it before. yeah i mean let, let's talk about the, the drowning part first yeah. too because it has to you have to have a certain level of mm-hmm. resiliency and your mindset gotta be fortified yeah. to go through a period where you might be drowning or quote-unquote failing at mm-hmm. something having an expectation that it's going to go one way, it might go a whole nother way. What's like, what kept you going and, and didn't, you know, allow you to say, you know what, this ain't it, this ain't working. Right. Because this, this might be my second time around mm-hmm. in the options, right? I never started right. off with stock options, but like I told you earlier, mm-hmm. I dabbled in Forex options and it right, just didn't right. work out. And so this is my second time around. Right. 
in this options world, mm -hmm. right? So like, what what kept you moving? So uh, first of all, it was a blessing to kind of go through it at the time. It wasn't a blessing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what I what came out of it was I had to I had to understand what I was doing. This is my first time into it, right? So I came up with this thing called the R and B psychology of trading. Yes, right. So the R and B psychology of trading is uh, is four steps to it. The first step is Tevin Campbell, right? So based I'm using songs and I'm relating them songs to, you know, the psychology of understanding the stages you are in trading. So Tevin Campbell, the first song, Can We Talk? So when you first see this stock market, it's like, this is a beautiful thing. I love it. Uh, the same way in the song, Tevin Campbell, like, can we talk? I, I see you over there. You're so beautiful. I mm -hmm. want to introduce myself to you, right? Mm -hmm. So when you introduce yourself to the stock market, that's basically stage one, Tevin Campbell, okay? Stage two is Ed Sharon, okay? The song called Perfect. In that song called Perfect, he's talking about he's found someone that he has fallen in love, took them on one date, and he loved her with everything in it. She's just the most beautiful girl in the world. That's the same thing with stock options. That's stage two when some, you start, somebody starts teaching you how to trade stock options, and you start seeing the power and the things you can do with this and how it can change your life, and you all with it, right? That's stage two. Stage three is new addition, can you stand the rain? Because think about when you're in a relationship with someone. You're going through the, you went through the stage where you was uh, making sure your hair was done and you had this fresh fade and all that stuff. When you met each other, you had the bubble guts, the googly stage, right? Mm -hmm. And then you start getting into arguments. So that relationship's going up and down, up and down, up and down. That's the same thing with New Edition when you're trading. Well, sometimes you're winning, sometimes you're losing. Sometimes you're winning, sometimes you're losing. But can you stand the rain, right? Right. And that was the part that I was in when I first started. When I said I was drowning, mm -hmm. I was in that Kev, I was in that uh, can you stand the rain no addition phase. Mm -hmm. And then stage four, the final stage is uh, baby face. Every time I close my eyes, I thank the Lord that I got you because when you finally get the stock option trading down, it's becoming your personal ATM machine. And mm -hmm. every single morning you wake up, you thinking, listen, every time I close my eyes, I thank the Lord I got this stock market. Right. You know, that's what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was uh, that new edition phase was kind of rough. I actually, I went through that new edition phase. I think I lost around $62,000. Mm. Wow. Yep. $62,000. $62,000. I was about to say, Drez, hit me with the <laughs> air horn, bro, because that's, yeah, I can't even imagine, you know, what most people would mm -hmm. like, what, the type of level of stress and, yeah. you know, humility you might put yourself through to, to lose that. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, and, and at this time you were mm -hmm. still, you, you, you were married, right? Yeah, I was married. Yeah. Right. Right. Cause yeah, yeah, you said you got introduced to it when mm -hmm. you were at the Valentine's day. So like, what was that? How was that stress on? Like, was there any stress on the relationship at that point? Like, was there any faith that you was going to make it back? Like what was yeah. the emotions that you were dealing with? So it, that loss. it was it was losses over the course of time. So I was winning, losing, winning, losing, and it came to be sixty two. Right? Uh, she didn't know about a lot of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> I didn't tell her about a lot of this stuff because uh, I was on this journey, man. Right? I was on this journey. I'm like, listen, it's nowhere in the world. I put twelve hundred in here, and I made four thousand in a matter of three weeks. And next thing you know, I lost that whole four thousand. So I realized the things that I were doing could be prevented. Mm -hmm. I just had to learn how to prevent those things. And I'm like, and it was no doubt in my mind I wasn't getting that money back. No doubt in my mind. Man, that that's that that's the law of just unwavering faith. Oh yeah, and belief in in, in yourself, and your abilities to just perform and, and prevail. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, so I mean, going back to the R and B too. That that's a that's a beautiful story, man. And <laughs> like, and, and I appreciate it in so many different levels. And I'm sure our listeners, when they really 
take a minute to dive into what that actually means will appreciate those analogies because it will just kind of help them understand the period or the season that they in exactly. when they enter the journey. But for you, like, how did you come to that realization to even know what songs to compare it to? Like, were you just in this journey <laughs> and you then driving, you know, after you just made your trades for the day, now you on your way to run some errands and then Tevin Campbell come on and you just like, that's it. Like, that's phase one. Like, how did these even come come to, like, fruition? I'm going to be honest with y'all, praise to the most high, man. But I, I remember when this whole thing came together, it was probably, like, five, six in the morning. Mm. I'm in the garage. And uh, I'm in the garage, you know, gets, doing some work for, uh, you know, for uh, options and all that stuff, right, for the course and everything. And next thing you know, it just hit. Man, I was so excited. I went and woke my, I went, my wife, she ain't a morning person. So I went and woke up in the morning, babe, listen, you got to, listen, you got to hear yeah. this. You got to hear this, right? But it happened. I was in my garage and boom, it's like the most high just downloaded into me. He's like, listen, this, this, this. I'm like, crap, that's dope. And that's exactly how I felt, though. I really felt can you stand, like when you listen to that Can You Stand the Rain song, you listen, can you, you know, can mm -hmm. you stand the rain? You yeah. Know? And then when you start making $1,000 a day, $800 a day, $500, $1,000, you go on a two-week winning streak. Like in the month of November, I turned 8000 to 40000 When you had that time, it's like, it's like you thinking, you thinking in your mind, every time I close my eyes, I'm thinking, the Lord, this stock market hit. You see mm. what I'm saying? Like it's true feelings, man, and you yeah. think about it. If you understand those feelings, you're truly going to understand the psychology of trading and where you are, and you just have to get past phase three. Get past phase three, you win the game. Wow, get past phase three. And mm -hmm. if you, re you really think about it, phase three is like winter. It's like the wintertime where don't nobody really yeah. want to come outside, <laughs> you know, if you if you don't have an automatic car, like a, when I mean automatic, like you got that the auto start, warm you don't want, you don't yeah. you don't want to go out to warm the car up. You don't want to you don't want to do none of that. Mm -hmm. But you still got errands you got to run. You still got business you got to take care of. You got people you got to see. You got appointments you got to go to. You right. got, it's like it's a necessity that you have mm -hmm. to get out the house, but you may not want to because last time you done you know might have. Uh, had to sit in the car for five minutes and you <laughs> freezing or, and all that or stuff. the heat yeah. might not be working yep. right or uh -huh. all kinds of things that just make you remind yourself every single day like this why I can't stand yeah. winter yeah exactly that's perfect that's but then it. once the one once that once that uh that new year hit and you got March coming around and, and springtime is coming around he's like damn we we done made we done made it out of winter and, and we we back on the the, yes, the regularly scheduled program okay yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bet, so I was watching one of your videos Chris mm -hmm. and you was talking about uh and one of the things I really appreciate about your content mm -hmm. is how disciplined you are and how transparent you are yeah. about, you know, finding that level of discipline that you can, you know, put into your routine. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned that war zone, mm -hmm. that war zone before 10 a.m. <laughs> tell our listeners who yeah. are, you know, joining us and don't have a clue what we're talking about. What yeah. What is the war zone and why is the time, because the market opened up at 9 a.m., right? 9.30. 9.30. Eastern so, Standard Time, yeah. So why is the time between 9.30 and 10 a.m. so volatile and considered what you call the war mm -hmm. zone? It's crazy uh, because at 9.30, there's so much volume as soon as the market opens Boom, people buying. People like people, can't wait. People I gotta buying, go. closing. People got set, people got orders that was uh in for days that's just starting to get hit because it came to a different level. And the market is going up and down. It's like throwing your it's like throwing your money in and just bet get uh, guessing. Mm. So I do not trade before 10 a.m. at all. Sometimes it looks so beautiful and I may miss out on money. It's the thing about it though. If I miss out on money, I didn't do what? I didn't lose any money. Right? Most people that trade before not uh, before 10 o'clock, they lose money. 
Mm. Because one moment it can drop down, and the next second it can be right up there. You see what I'm saying? So you don't want to get hurt in the market. That's why I stay away from I'm not trying to go to war at all. Leave me in the peaceful land. <laughs> mm-hmm, the peaceful land. And is, is there mm-hmm. any, like, is there any type of person that does see a consistent level of success trading before 930? Like, is oh, yeah. it possible? Or it's is possible. this Or is this really like, hey, you just... You just got God on your side right now. You in that? You in that season? You in that season? Right now, it's it's definitely possible. I'm not saying it's not possible. It's definitely possible. But what I do is I try. I I do not focus on anything else someone's doing. As far as mm-hmm. oh, they making all this money before nine thirty. Let me go try. I mean, before uh, ten o'clock. Let me go try. No, I focus on what works for me. You see what I'm saying? But you can definitely um you can definitely make money before 10 a.m. It's a lot of money to be made before 10 a.m. But I'm just staying away from the war. I'm yeah. not going to, I'm not, I'm not enlisting in that in that fight. I think that's what that's some good advice that it don't matter if you try and get into stocks, if you try and get into real estate, you're mm-hmm. trying to get into rental cars, if you're trying to just have a high income skill in general, what you just said right there. I just focus on what works for me. Right. It's some gas that a lot of people need to really hear, rehear, and actually yeah. apply it. I think we hear it and it go in one ear and out the other. And then we get right back into that comparison phase of scrolling on social media and seeing, oh, they doing this. I can do it that way. <laughs> right. They doing that. Let me right. do it that way. And I'm guilty, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure we Everybody all have, yeah, yeah, I'm sure we all guilty and we have mm-hmm. those phases where we start to, especially when you're in that, um, uh, can you stand the rain phase, right? <laughs> you look for you everything, start looking right? like, okay, this ain't working right now. Let me right. see if this could work over exactly, here. Exactly, exactly. And we start comparing. Mm-hmm. But if you just stay true to creating, you know, a routine or yeah. a game plan that works for you and mm-hmm. stick it to that plan, then that's where you start to see a lot of consistent success. Yeah. Um, what was, like, the process, like, for you for creating your game plan and mm-hmm. your routines, whether right. it's a morning routine the, the, the study hall that you might have mm-hmm. created for yourself to, you know, learn the market and things like that. Right. What was that process for creating these plans and these processes and routines mm-hmm. for you to have the success that you have right now? It really, um, just to be honest, it, it started when I first, when I first started losing, right? Because mm-hmm. when I first started losing, I said, okay, I'm losing. I have to figure, I have to figure out what to do next. Like, how do I, how do I stop this? This knife from a falling knife. How do I stop it, right? Without getting burnt or cut. But uh what happened was in the morning, I said, let me spend some time looking at the charts in the morning. Right. I used to spend like two, three hours in the morning looking at the charts. I'm like, that's overkill. I don't have to spend two, three hours in the morning looking at the charts. I can actually spend 30, 45 minutes in the morning looking at the charts. You know, right? Mm-hmm. I understand that thing. But as far as the way that I trade now, it just all came once I found a consistent flow, I start sticking to it and understanding my processes. And when my processes came, it really and truly came when I started learning from somebody. Because I was the person that, I was like, I'm not paying nobody to teach me how to do this. Mm. I used to see people, I used to see, when I first started trading, I used to see YouTube videos, all these things, people saying, hey, let me help you trade. Let me do this. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. Why would I pay you money to help me trade? And I saw I went to YouTube University. Yep. Went to YouTube University, and I'm just trying to piece all these things together, and it's just not clicking, right? So eventually, I actually uh, came across somebody that was giving some valuable content. I like what they was doing, and I... Uh, I went in. I went in there and I learned two things that changed my whole trading. And they're two simple things. Things I should have known at the very beginning, but I didn't have that guidance mm-hmm. uh, about support and resistance. And this thing called the H pattern. When I learned those two things, I learned those two things. I saw those two things. It started giving me. It gave me my confidence. And when I got my confidence, it was on. It was on. For mm. So what? W- like, 
And it's so crazy that you brought up what you brought up at the time and that you brought it up, which was the finding a coach and mm-hmm. finding somebody that you can learn yeah. from. And for me, I think I'm on the opposite side of that spectrum. Mm-hmm. You got the two extremes. You got the person who at first sound like you, but right. I would never pay somebody to learn from. <laughs> exactly. I can just go to YouTube and learn exactly. everything. And then you got the person who can sometimes invest in every single coach. And that was me, right? Sometimes <laughs> at my detriment, you, you, you end up finding yourself right. investing in the wrong damn coach. Somebody who not really can't exactly. really help you as we was talking exactly. about earlier, Early, right? Yeah. So how do you find that balance now that mm-hmm. you have tapped into that space? And I do feel like, you know, mentorship and mm-hmm. counsel from people who are oh, yeah. showing a level of success that you admire and that you want to, you know, duplicate. Oh, yeah. It's, it's imperative that you, you know, tap in with them. Tap in, yeah. Even if it's just like a monthly subscription to their mm-hmm. community or a, 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 a little ebook or a digital right. product or some way that you can be around them more than what they are giving everybody else the access right, to, right? Exactly. Uh, so what was the process like for you when you started to, and the, and the sidebar is YouTube University, though you can find everything on there, it's you don't like, have the blueprint to know on. when to look at certain mm-hmm. videos. You might look at a video that you have no business looking at because it might be stage phase three when you yeah. in phase one still. <laughs> so you looking at the wrong, right. the wrong <laughs> modules, right? So talk yeah. about the process of vetting out you know, coaches, mentors, right. and just counsel, you know, to, to to make sure that when you do say, I'm going to invest in this person, mm-hmm. you investing in the right person. Yep. And I like what you said about the blueprint. That blueprint is everything. Mm-hmm. People do not give the blueprint enough. They don't give it its props. That yeah. blueprint keeps you from, keeps, it It takes away hours and years. Saves you so much time. Of time you get yeah. back. Right. But no, so, man, I'll be honest with you, man, last year I invested, in, I invested over $100,000 in uh, mentorship. Uh, Cause I once I understood the value of it, mm-hmm. I understood the value that I can invest. I can invest in this particular mentorship program, and it's going to cut right to the chase. I don't have to go through all this other small stuff and trying to search here, search there, and da 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 da. And I can make my money back just like that, right? So uh, I invested over a hundred thousand last year. But I tell people when you're looking for a mentor, you have to first and foremost feel like you can trust that person. If you can get lost in their content and just follow, like you have to hear their voice or hear what they got to say every time they go live, every time you see a video, you want to go look at their video and see what they're talking about, that's somebody you want to learn from. And then you want to make sure they're credible. Mm-hmm. Like, make sure they're credible because you don't want to, you don't, let's put it like this. It was a, somebody told me one time, he's like, listen, this guy, I paid him $10,000 to teach me stock options. And he had three one-hour calls with me. To teach me how to trade stock options, I paid him ten thousand dollars. I was like, "Holy crap!" I'm I spend four weeks with people. This at the time I was spending four weeks with people every single day for a thousand dollars. And this guy spent one, three hours with them, paid and gave, gave him ten thousand dollars. In my personal opinion, they got hustled because you can't learn stock options three hours. Mm. One day, one hour a day, you you can't learn. You have you right. have to have some you have to have some more time with each other, right? So uh, just make sure people are credible, right? Look at their content. If in stock options, do they show you their wins? If they do, yes. But do they show you their losses? Do they tell you, hey, you're going to lose? Like I should, oh, you go on my Instagram, you see I lost $4,000, $5,000 sometimes. Mm-hmm. But you also see me make $12,000. You see me make $1,000. You see me lose $500. I show these things because I'm I'd be transparent as possible. Yeah. That's a that's that's a big bar right there, too, that transparency and just um looking to see like so. I look at it twofold. Like you want to see 
if people are transparent about their losses so they can at least show you that there is a level of risk involved exactly. in this as well. They're not just telling you, look at all this money you can make. Right. You can make $100,000 mm-hmm. in stock options, but they don't tell you that you can also lose 20000 exactly. or you can lose 40000 You exactly. can lose this, you can lose that, right? And then on the flip side, uh, just looking at the people, like, are they even showing you they wins too? Mm-hmm. Because I, that was a big part of, you know, uh, me just diving into your your content and your information. Yeah. I saw that you was on, on Gillian Wallow podcast. I'm like, mm-hmm. right there, that, that shows a level of credibility because I know uh, the 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 investment and 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 what yeah, the uh, yeah. what it takes to get on the on the platform, which shows right. like, okay, this guy getting on here, mm-hmm. he, he got to be making some money, right? <laughs> he got to be actually doing something and, right, and spitting right. some facts and, and some actual mm-hmm. actionable and some um, some measurable information, right? Exactly, and that's the key. And you just gave me another goal. So you said you spent a hundred thousand at one point in one year on you know mentorship. Yeah, yeah. That that just gave me a new goal. And our goals is for for those who are listening right now. You gotta understand that our goals are not the same. Some people <laughs> setting goals, right? I right. want to make I want right. to make a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. We setting goals. I want to I want to invest a hundred thousand dollars in oh, self yeah. development. Exactly. Because if you if you got a goal of investing a hundred thousand dollars into your self development, mm-hmm. that means you naturally got to make at least. What yeah, 150, 200, at least you gotta do something. At least a <laughs> minimum. You gotta, you gotta make bills and everything. Exactly. You gotta make uh, exactly. some some numbers to be able yeah. to invest that much. Uh and, and that 150 was drastically like that's a you know, I would not advise spending a hundred thousand dollars in self-development <laughs> if you're only making 150. Right. Then you make a little bit more <laughs> than that. Either. Yeah, you want to make more than that for sure. If you spend a hundred if you spend a hundred thousand on self self-development and you make 150. That's 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 decent, right? You gotta be single, living in yeah, your exactly, car, exactly, like exactly. You want to Perry? Yeah, the next year she make at least three, four, five hundred thousand, yeah, right? But yeah. another th- another point you was talking about uh, finding the credible. Make people show you there's previous students. Mm. Show previous students, like for example, I can at any moment I can go into my Discord chat and I can show you probably thousands of people who done made five hundred to a thousand dollars a day. Mm. I can take you back. I can go take you through my Discord and show you a guy in April. He said this is his very first trade. He made $32. Then I can show you four or five months later, he's making consistent six, seven, eight hundred, nine hundred thousand dollars days. Mm-hmm. You know, I can show these things, right? So just make sure people are showing you that they have students that are making money, right? And students that are being consistent traders. And I think, Chris, why people sometimes halt or are hesitant to mm-hmm. show you their students. Is because they're not actually getting results. Right. And because if I show you my students that are not really getting results, you can then interview my students and mm-hmm. ask them how the experience was. Right. And I think that I even did that recently. You know, you get the uh, those uh, Instagram theme pages and those promo pages that right. reach out to you and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I had a couple of them reach out to me. And I'm, I'm in a season where I am shopping around for maybe getting some branded content and okay. some promo like that, right? So what I did was, and I, it was just like, I guess you could call it a download from the most high. Something mm-hmm. told me to look at the like the like look at their page and look at okay. the promos that they were doing, mm-hmm. the brands and the people that they were promoting. Okay. And go to their page and and DM them <laughs> how was their experience. And I did that and I I think I DM'd five people, how okay. was your experience with this page? Mm-hmm. And four out of the five people said I would not recommend it. Oh yeah. 
Are you talking about the one that you 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 get on their page and you see they are like the shout out pages? It's like a shout out page. Yeah, like you yeah, pay yeah, like yeah, anywhere yeah, yeah. from you got 30 some as low as dollars, thirty yeah. forty dollars. You got some that like state rooms like five six bands, right? right. So it's like you got mm-hmm. a couple ranges mm-hmm. where you definitely want to at some point. Even if you're just paying thirty forty dollars, you still want to vet them out because you just want to have the practice right. of exactly. doing your due diligence. Right. And I feel like people nowadays, because again, social media is mm-hmm. like this instant gratification. Right. realm that right. we're in where we just want something we want it so bad we want it so fast mm-hmm. that we skip the process of elimination we skip vetting oh, yeah. people out <laughs> doing our due diligence doing research doing all these right. things um and, and speaking of that you even have right i'm sure you get people who hit you up and, and they want to join your community and just want you to send signals too right oh yeah definitely is, is, is that is that like what tell me about that is that yeah. something that is scalable is that something that is beneficial to the person that might be paying for signals mm-hmm. or and they may not have the time to learn like is that a beneficial model can it work or would you say that stop being lazy go <laughs> learn to go learn the skill um let me let me break down this way so think about it in the bible right mm-hmm. in the bible when uh i call him yashua but his name is jesus right mm-hmm. when he walked up on peter and told Peter, come follow me, right? What was Peter doing? Peter was in the water, he was fishing. He's fishing, you know, getting his, mm-hmm. to get his food, right? So he can eat, right? He was, Peter was fishing, right? And then uh, Yahshua said to him, I'm gonna make you basically a fisherman of men, a paraphrasing, right? Peter was sitting there trying to get fish himself. He didn't have someone else fishing for him and giving him fish. Because if someone else is fishing for him, he can only get a certain amount of fish. The Most High or Yahshua saw that Peter was fishing for himself and he can get however many fish he wants to because he know how to fish, mm. right? So in that case, he was blessed with being, he was blessed with more because Yahshua chose him to be the one to be a fisherman of men. So I say this, someone that's wanting signals, they have to eat. They only can eat when someone else gives them food. Someone who knows how to go out there and get their find their own signals, they eat whenever they want to, mm-hmm. and that's what I do. I teach you how to fish. I'm I we give signals, but don't base your don't base your food off of me. Mm-hmm. Base your food off of learning what the knowledge that I have. I'm gonna teach you how to do it. Where you can take this and teach your whole family and build generational wealth. Mm-hmm. If you never learn how to, if you never learn how to find your own signals, that's going to die when I stop. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And your family gains nothing from it. Mm-hmm. That's what I look at. So you can definitely do signals, but I tell people, listen, wait, doing signals is you're relying on somebody else to put food in your table. Right. And I don't want to rely on anybody else to put food <clears throat> on my table. Right. So like like anything, you know, you can find it's some benefits to it, but it may mm-hmm. not be recommended for yeah. long term yeah, and for security. Definitely. It's kind of like you know going to the grocery store and then complaining that they start taxing on on the the produce when mm-hmm. you know i mean granted we don't have the soil that we can produce our own <laughs> right right, right you get right, what right. i'm I saying follow, right you, follow, yeah. you, you go there mm-hmm. and you you relying on always eating out right right you don't even cook you just always eating out and then complaining that uh Fifteen dollar meal is now perfect example. Twenty five dollars. Perfect example. Because if you can't cook, if you can't cook, you can't feed yourself. If that restaurant closed, yep. if all the restaurants closed and you had to cook, you wouldn't be able to eat. COVID, right? Now you mad you can't eat in. You gotta go. You gotta bring all your food to the crib Mm -hmm. and microwave it. Exactly. And you mad, you upset about that. Just learn how to cook, right? right? Exactly. Learn how to cook. Mm -hmm. So switching gears a little bit, Chris, because um you you 
you talked a lot about um, Big Mama's house, right? <laughs> big Big Mama's house. Yeah, and, and we're going to call that the, the, the demand zone. Yeah. What is the difference between the demand zone and the supply zone? Gotcha. And what what are what story because you love stories right. you love these you know analogies what stories are are those zones telling you mm-hmm. in the realms of trading yep so <laughs> sorry about that so what a supply zone is this a supply zone is basically where there's it's a location on in a chart where a stock are, where a stock has been trading it right and whenever it gets to this level uh for the most time it actually falls down so the seller it's like sellers sitting up there mm-hmm. okay and whenever the stock gets up there it falls down Okay, a demand zone is basically when where buyers are at. So whenever the stock gets the stock price gets to that location, the buyers buy it, and boom, the stock price shoots up. Right. So supply zone, I don't have anything like I don't have anything yet that's like a story special for supply zone. Right, right, right. Right. Like I got for demand zone, but demand zone, like you were saying with Big Mama's house, I called the big I called the demand zone Big Mama's house. Right. And what that is is this: I want you to think about my grandmother had six seven eight nine boys right i forgot how many boys she had they had like eight kids all together i want to say so uh whenever one of her sons would get into any type of trouble they would always come to nana's house so nana and big mom same thing right always come to nana's house right and when they come to nana's house what they're doing in nana's house is nana's feeding them she's making sure they making sure they uh if they need some medicine they taking care of their medicine she's praying for them uh reading bible stories to them Building them back up, right? Making sure they got some chicken, cornbread, the whole nine, grits, eggs, bacon every day. You got breakfast, lunch, dinner. She's making, she's babying them and taking care of them. So whenever you see a stock fall down into a demand zone and it's in that demand zone, she won't break that demand zone. It won't break it. You just keep hitting and it won't break it, won't break it, won't break it, won't break. Think about your uncle or your whomever is at Big Mama's house getting fed, getting loved on, getting hot showers, getting three court, three meals, getting Bible study, getting prayed on. What is that doing? It's building that individual up. So the whole time, the, the longer that stock is in that demand zone, that stock is just getting strength, strength, and strength, and strength, and strength. And eventually, boom, it takes off. The stock takes off. Boom, you can make some, you make your money right there. Get out. Gotcha. So if you're looking at a chart longevity-wise and you see that it's in the demand zone for a very long time, you can almost, like, predict that it is going to shoot up listen if apple when apple goes to 125 or 120 i'm buying in apple 125 120 anytime you see an apple you see apple stock go to 125 120 that time frame go look back at the one year the one year one day chart or the three year one day chart and you see apple hits that 120 125 120 125 it's just sitting there beautiful lovely and normally when it bounces out of 125, 120 area, and it, it, it hasn't been there forever, a long time. But if it does come back there, it's close, I want to say. Now, I'm buying in more because when it hits that level, it normally runs up to 130-something, 140, then hit 150. When Apple gets to 150, Apple's that 150 on Apple is the actual uh, like moment of truth moment, right? Mm. If Apple break 150, we may be going to 170. Mm. If Apple rejects 150, we may be going back down to 140. Right, so that's like the meeting ground. Gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. So now, thinking if 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 a stock breaks through that demand zone, mm-hmm. it's kind of like Big Mama might be a little bit mad at you, like you did something. And yeah, yeah, you know, she something. she she either done kicked you out the house or, or locked you in the room or something like yes, that, right? Sir, yes, sir. That's exactly what it is. Okay, okay. You know, you know, ate Big Mama's last piece of chicken. You know, ate so you know, did something you weren't supposed to. Her grandma one time shot at her wait shot at her uncle. 
was shot at her own son because he put his hand in the pot. Didn't take him out the pot now, just put his hand in the pot. But boom, she shot at him. But anyway. God damn, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah. We got to rewind that. Like, this was like, like, like a, just a warning shot. <laughs> That's Grandma Monkey. You got you. Oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah. Grandma Monkey, she got hey. a gold tooth. She got a gold tooth with a star in the middle of it. Man, if you get anything from this lesson, it's don't mess with Big Mama. <laughs> right? Don't mess with Big Mama. So, uh, like, how, how are you How are you getting this? I know the news probably plays a big part uh-huh. of, like, just getting you the information so you can do your due diligence on the market and, you know, make your personal predictions. But like, where where else can people go to consume market information and things like that if it's not just the news? And let's just say I'm a person who's not even big on watching the news. Mm-hmm. If I want to get into stock options, is that now a prerequisite? Like, you need to start watching the news. I would say it would help. It's I mean, it's not mandatory, but it, I mean, it would help. But if you want to learn about stock options, you can read every book in the world. It'd be great, right? Reading books, that's, that's a beautiful thing. You should definitely do that. But study the charts. Open up your laptop, look at these charts. The more you look at the charts, the better you become. Because this is the thing about it. All the stock market does is tell a story. And these are the same stories over and over and over. Like, I was so mad at myself Friday. Uh, I was mad at myself Friday because I identified something that was happening. It was a story that happens over and over and over. But I was so gung-ho on what I had in my head already. I went I went against it, and it just did exactly what I was thinking it was going to do, right? Because it tells the same stories over and over. And then what, the longer you look at the charts, the more it triggers in your mind, okay, Chris, I've seen this happen before. It's forming an H pattern. It's about to go down. Boom, boom, boom. Get in. Make a couple of dollars. Get out. It's like it, come, it becomes clockwork. Mm. Mm. So really this, the, the charts tell the, tell the whole story. Charts tell the story. It's a, and it's a beautiful love story. You can make it into a love story. And that's what I do. That's how I teach it. I'm making it into a love story. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. But now, so you got charts for all different mm-hmm. types of, like each stock has its own chart. Yep. Each mm-hmm. index has its own chart as well. Mm-hmm. So like, I guess I guess my question now is, how do you know which charts to look at? Like, are gotcha. you are you mm-hmm. do you um mainly look at indexes? Mm-hmm. Are you looking at uh companies? What, right, what what's right. your approach to it? So when it comes to stock options, right? A lot of people with stock options tell you, hey. Understand the company and this, that, and the third. Let me be completely honest with you. Just and and that's what and that I don't sounds like it's more for the traditional stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't give answers that sound good, right? I tell you the truth, what I went through. Mm-hmm. I trade companies and sometimes I, don't, I I trade one company. Well, not even a company. I trade an ETF. I trade SPY, S and P five hundred index ETF, however you want to say it, right? I trade the S and P five hundred. I trade one thing and that's it. One particular thing. When I press that buy button, I'm buying it in that one. I look at Apple, uh, Microsoft, Tesla, and those things because they're part of the S&P 500. Amazon, uh, you know, Google. I look at those because they're part of the S&P 500. But I trade SPY. And that one, that one stock, $1,000 a day, $800 a day, $500 a day, $4,000, $5,000, you know, off that one thing. So, it's, again, it's back to, like, sticking to what, you, what works for you and just stick to that. Exactly. Like, you ain't got to... First of all, it just doesn't even make sense to try to be skilled in learning about all these different companies exactly. and consistently trading, you know, five different stocks, mm-hmm. 10 different stocks. It seemed like the to, if you want to, especially if you're watching this to learn a new skill, and you want to learn a new skill quickly and efficiently. Mm-hmm. 
to pick one and stick with that one. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, because the thing about it, all the, the stock market moves from 9 30 to 4 o'clock, it's moving. Mm-hmm. So you can make money if it goes up. If the stock goes up, you can make money. If the stock goes down, you can make money. If you like, for example, with my wife, for example, if my wife comes into the house, right? She comes into the house and I understand her feelings and her emotions and her, 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 how her day went. Today, she may come in the house mad. She may want a hug. Or tomorrow, she come in the house mad. She may want some encouragement. If you can understand what your wife needs, it's the same way as understanding what does that stock do? What does that stock, what does that stock need? Or where is it at right now in his life? Where's that stock? Is that stock at a support level? Is that stock at a resistance level? Is that a supply zone, demand zone? How is that price, how is that stock reacting right now? Is that how you know how a woman may talk, it may give you short, say short talky, right? Or sometimes they may give you a long conversation. Mm-hmm. Is that stock short talking me right now? Or is it long talking me right now? If you understand those things and focus on one particular thing, you can get it. But shout out to everybody who can do multiple. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But that one, that one stock can take you to the Man, problem. shout out again for the analogies. I, I didn't even think that like that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. And especially for our folks out here who are in relationships and mm-hmm. understand that, you know, relationships are probably just as volatile as the stock market itself, right? Exactly. So there's Putting it, putting it in perspective like that and understanding like, okay, if I'm in this relationship with this person and my mm-hmm. goal is to every day be happy, right? right? How can I make sure that my time with this person, I'm happy? Whether mm-hmm. they happy or whether they mad, right? right? And these just two basic emotions. Right. I need to figure out what I need to do mm-hmm. and I need to understand how to read their emotions, read exactly. the charts and see how I can be happy based off of them being happy or how I can be happy yep. based off of them not being in the greatest mood. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Damn. Exactly. I'm learning so I hope y'all is really like this is pen. And, I should have said that in the beginning, right? Pen and pad flow. Like oh, if yeah. you don't have your pen and your pad, now I need you to stop, start over, and watch this again. It's all right. And then he knows down, right? Because he's giving y'all some game right now, man. So where would you um like what are some of the best platforms to start learning these yeah. charts? Like, do you want to look at Robinhood, Acorns, uh, uh or is there any platforms that you would recommend? I use TD Ameritrade. Think it's from TD Ameritrade. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell people if you really want if you really want to be serious about trading stocks, uh, throw Robinhood in the trash can, right? Mm. Because you need to be able you need to be able to open up your laptop and look at that green bar, that red bar, and see what it was doing, right? I don't. Uh, from my understanding, Robinhood doesn't. You, you can't really do that on Robinhood. Mm. And this is again going back to what we just said, like just knowing who you want to get advice and counsel from right. and not trying to, just like you don't want to look at too many stocks, you don't want to have too many coaches because exactly before I, like, while I was binging your content, mm-hmm. I was still dabbling and just like cross-referencing. So I'm going to every other once in a while, I'm looking at another video, somebody right. else. And one guy was literally saying like, go, Robin Hood might be one of the best ones because they don't have, you got to watch out for commissions, like the broker commissions and stuff like that. So, yeah, what yeah, about yeah. the commissions are like what is he speaking about of like as far as avoiding these commissions and things like that? So they may so you may get uh, and I'm gonna be honest with you, even for thinkers whom I don't even know what the commission is because this is how I look at it. I'm making five hundred, six hundred six hundred dollars in a day. I'm not worried about three, four, five, six, seven, eight dollar commission off of, you know, what I make. You see what I'm saying? It's based like every trade that has there's a certain percentage that T D Ameritrade may take in this and a third. Robin Hood may give you zero zero uh commission fees but who cares it's like this that's it's like this if i know i want to get a house right and someone say chris i will give you a hundred thousand dollars right now to get that house but you got to pay me a 15 percent interest rate right but 
I know this $100,000 house, I'm going to flip it and make $200,000 off of it. Do you care about that 15% interest rate or do you care about knowing you can make a $100,000 profit and you didn't have to spend any money out of your pocket? That's a good point. That's a good point. Chris basically saying that y'all need to y'all need to stop focusing on that broke shit, man. <laughs> like that's that's some that's some broke ass shit. Focusing on like the, I don't want to pay no commission, right? Like right, who cares? You need to focus like, on the bottom line. Like, hey, is you trying to make five hundred to a thousand dollars a day? If so, you need to get the best tool. Which I'm going with, Coach. Coach said TD Ameritrade, so yeah, that's the one I'm rocking what, with. Let's be rocking with. All right, Definitely. bet, bet. So. I mean, I'm loving this conversation, Chris, because mm-hmm. everything we're talking about is really like leaning into how you can position yourself right. to have 99% confidence mm-hmm. in your trades. Yeah. And even with 99% confidence, you'd be like, I'm 99% confident that this joint might not hit, right? Exactly. Like, <laughs> I'm about to say 99. That's, that's pushing. That's, it's, but it's, it's, be, miss, but right. it's what I mean by the confidence is like you got the confidence because. You're taking your time. Right. You're looking at the charts. You're not pulling the trigger too soon. You sometimes might even pull the trigger sometimes too long. You might hold the trigger too long. Yeah, it's a lot be- of it. Yeah. Because you're being so careful and you just want to test it mm-hmm. and test it again to make yeah. sure we hit that mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what you call it is you, these are high probability trades. Yes. So yes. with with high probability trades, what is the what is the overlapping mindset you want to mm-hmm. have with giving yourself the highest probable chance of yeah. hitting your trades. So, and that's, and that's what I focus on, high probability trades. So I have like three or four or five setups that I, that I really play, okay? So a high probability trade is when you can look at the chart and, for example, this thing called decision-making time, right? That's one of the things I use to say if it's a high probability trade or not. That's when the 9 EMA and the 21 EMA, some of y'all may not know what it is, but when they're right beside each other. So when they're right beside each other, I consider that dating dating they're dating like you know you in a relationships and you're a relationship and you're dating somebody so you're going to netflix you're going to the movies you're watching netflix and chilling in the restaurant meeting all the friends oh i like him i like her just and the third right so those lines are right beside each other mm-hmm. okay and then if that line that nine ema starts to go up we call that jagged edge okay that means meet me at the altar in your white dress let's get married i mean we're going up everything's good 90 may start moving up. If that 90 may start moving down, we call it Chris Brown. That means it's never a right time to say goodbye, but I got to make the first move. If I don't, you're going to start hating me. So, boom, relationship over. You mm. see what I'm saying? So, we use that as one of the me- one of the methods we to say, okay, is this a high probability trade? Because what we call it is decision-making time for a reason. Because when you're dating, 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 dating someone, what question do they always, somebody always asks in that relationship? When are we going to get married? There you go. What are we? What are we doing? So when that stock sits, hits that what are we doing moment, that means that stock has the option to go up, jagged edge, let's get married, Chris Brown, uh, never the right time to say goodbye. You see what I'm saying? And we capitalize either way. Going up, we make money. Going down, we make money. So that's one of the ways we identify high probability trades. But it's we got multiple more that we use, uh, different scenarios and mm-hmm. things of that nature. But we just we don't go out there and just throw random focus over just random trades that's why we don't trade before 10 o'clock because it's a war zone right right we want a time of peace prepare for war in a time of peace so ultimately who was the one asking the question what are we doing the market the market the market asked the question for you what, what happened is it's like it's consolidating the market is consolidating that nine and green line or that nine that yellow and green line the nine and 21 they're right beside each other eventually you're going to see that nine ema poke his head up or poke that head down when you start seeing that that's Verbally, when it's saying, okay, what are we? And then that 90 may start going up, 
Okay, we Jagged Edge. It started going down. Okay, we Chris Brown. You see what I'm saying? So when you good look at it in the chart, you get to do this. Mm, okay. And with is risk management tied into this at oh, yeah. all? What, oh, yeah. what what is your strategy for proper risk management? How should people look mm-hmm. at proper risk management as far as I mean, for those who in this term might even be foreign, what is risk management yeah. altogether? So the beautiful thing about trading stocks, everybody say, hey, it's too risky, it's too risky. But the thing about it is you can tell the system how much money you're willing to lose. So, for example, I've been to trade and I only want to lose $50, and I want to make 100 I can go in the system, boom, tell the system I only want to lose 50 I want to make 100 and hit that, hit those buttons, and the system will automatically sell once you get to 50 that be down 50 or make or you make 100 whichever one happens first, right? That's part of risk management. You literally telling them how much you want to lose or how much you're willing to make. Mm. You see what I'm saying? But what we do with risk management, our main thing is we, uh, our goal is to make at least 10%. I mean, you can make 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100%, right? 200, 300%, right? But we start off with, hey, a 10 to 20% is great. But losing, we only want to lose anywhere from 5 to 10% per trade. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you get of in, your, get of your of your trade account. Trade, not even your trade account, how much money you actually invested in that particular trade. Okay, so mm-hmm. okay, so I got an option and I have, let's say I want to trade 200. Yep, 200. Well, let's even stick stick with a hundred for the number, okay. right? I want to trade a hundred dollars in S and P. Okay. And so, basically, my my what I what I would tell the system is I'm willing to lose mm-hmm. rough around five dollars. Rough around five dollars, and you want to make it rough around ten dollars. Like, so if you want to just make your ten percent and get out, boom, you can just get out. If you only willing to lose five percent, once you lose that five percent, boom, get out, right? Or sometimes some people want to be, hey, I give up maybe like ten percent. That's fine as well. Whatever, whatever is your comfort level, right? Mm-hmm. But when you put that hundred dollars in, just know once you get to ten percent, that's good. So get to ten percent, you make ten dollars. Put a stop loss in at that ten dollar mark. So if it keeps going up, you can make more money. But if it falls, if it hits that uh, stop, boom, you're guaranteeing yourself ten dollars profit. Like you can do these um, things. Now, do you have to be? You have to be to that for you that. Have to you be have to watch it. it to actually move it as you go. You gotcha. have to watch it, or you can do this thing called a trailing stop. Where you don't have to watch it, where if you can tell the system, hey, if it falls down 10, 15, 20 cent, sell for me automatically. If it keeps going up, the stop locks keep building, building, building. So it's a lot of ways you can automate it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, are, are, is there a such thing as having too many automations or bad automations when it comes to like learning this, this, this process, uh, this stock, stock options? So the, the part of autom- automating is you're really just automating your in, like when you're getting out. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I mean, you're protecting yourself as far as when you're getting out and you're protecting yourself on your profit. So you can make sure you're locking in your profit and making sure you're not losing all your money. That's the type of automation. That's the only automation I do. I do not let robots trade for me, like mm-hmm. all that's like the bots and everything. I don't let it trade for me. I need to I need to physically do it because, uh, you know, it's, it's emotional. Mm-hmm. A robot, a bot doesn't have any emotions tied to it. Yeah, I, was, I was about to say that. Why not? Because, But it makes sense because a lot of your analogies are based off of R&B songs, mm-hmm. right? These... These uh these, these love stories right? right so it's very emotional, but uh, essentially because most people will say that the AI and mm-hmm. all that's taking over the world and it might yeah. be smarter than us yeah so yeah, definitely but even still I'm not trust you're I, not trusting it not not me I I can't trust I I can't trust I couldn't I can't trust my money in a, a, a bot's hands I, I I can't do it mm. now I I could be completely wrong a bot may be great for some people right but I I couldn't trust my money in a bot's hands couldn't do it for example think about this for example say uh 
say S&P spies at 400, and that's the level you get in at. So the bot knows to get in at 400. Boom, you get in at 400. The bots, I guess a bot can say, okay, if I lose 10%, get me out. That's perfectly fine too. But what if something just happened and the bot just doesn't get you out of something? Right? Mm-hmm. And this thing you just going to the free fall. Yeah. And you're not paying attention to it because you're not, you're not focusing on it. And, and I mean, sh- don't call me a, uh, a conspiracy theorist or nothing, but like, uh-huh. I feel like even with the bots, like everything, like all AI operates off of some type of like algorithm. Yes. So like, then I, I'm probably thinking like, what if the algorithm just don't rock with me? Like you got <laughs> inst- like Instagram sometimes, TikTok Man, for the longest was having like issues where they were saying like, the algorithm don't rock with black creators on TikTok, wow. right? So it's like, you got to deal with the, the talk about confidence. I can't have confidence no. if I'm going to sleep thinking, what if one day the algorithm decided to shadow exactly. ban me? Like, exactly. Instagram, like I get shadow banned in the stock market. <laughs> man, what? I lose my head, man. Think about this, though. This is the thing about it. This is what I tell people. Everyone wants to find the easiest way or the fast way to make money or something that they just listen. This is what I tell people. If you cannot trust yourself, you can't trust anything because you've known yourself since day one, since the day you came out of the tummy of your mom, right? You've known yourself. You've been with yourself. So if you can't trust yourself, who else can you trust? Can you trust somebody, trust somebody who's behind the computer who typed up this algorithm, put this code in here and say, hey, X, Y, Z, what if that code ha- What if that code gets hacked? What if that code is wrong? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But one thing, you know what? All the secrets you done kept in your head since day one, those secrets are still there if you don't tell nobody. So you got to be able to trust yourself. And that's why I tell you, when you trade stock options, trust yourself. If you can't trust yourself, you can't trust nobody. Mm. You can't trust yourself. You damn sure can't trust nobody. <laughs> First of all, trusting yourself is how you start to trust other people. Exactly. Like, damn, that's exactly. a bar right there. Drez, that's perfect timing on the air horn, man. So what is the... You, you got the community to promised land mm-hmm. and uh, you've been how running it for how long about? So we've, we've, our, we've been trading, not trading, but with our whole community been around for like two, three years now, I want to say about awesome. three years. Yeah. That's a blessing, man. Shout out to you and all the lives that you've impacted over that three year span. Yeah. What, for, for, for you, what has been some of the, like one of the most rewarding moments or, you know, uh, success stories that you've yeah. seen, you know, inside the promised land? I would tell you, I would honestly say, I would say this. It's not just one. It's a simple fact when I get a message, right? And that message say, hey, Chris, I'm, I just made $200. Or I get a message, someone say, hey, Chris, I on Facebook, I got a message this person say, hey, listen, I just made more money than my, what my husband bring in a week in one day. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When I get a message December 31st, I got a message saying, man, Chris, Listen, we start off with $1,000. We made $6,000 our first time ever trading. And that's like freaking, that's like a unicorn, right? It really don't, don't happen like your very first time trading. Got another message on December 30th time saying, hey, listen, Chris, listen, I've, I, I'm not where I want to be trading, but I finished green for the year. I mean, I finished profit in the year. All those things, right? But the most important thing is, man, when I start hearing people saying all praise to the most high that never said it before, that's dope as crap to me. Mm-hmm. It's dope to me. I mean, you're starting to get like a, a footprint on yeah. like the, mm-hmm. not even like just the way people think, but kind of like the way people right. think and how they, how they start to view exactly. themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's a hell of a, that's a hell of a phrase to adopt and to, right. you know, take on into your, mm-hmm. your personal belief. Yeah. Um, what, as far like, what is the mindset? If you could leave people with 
I mean, talking to the people now, like what is the mindset that listeners right now is like, mm-hmm. okay, Chris, I hear you. You give us some game. Maybe stock options is something I want to start to take serious now. Mm-hmm. What is the mindset I need to adopt if I want to be successful and intentional over these next 12 months? Buying back your time. You have to you have to be ready to buy back your time. So in this case, say thank you, for example, you, for example, us, everybody. We are a cor- we should look at ourselves as a corporation. Like mm-hmm. We are we are a corporation. And we have 24 stocks or 24 shares in our corporation, right? Eight of those shares automatically goes to sleep. So that leaves us with 16 shares, right? 16 hours up in the day. Okay. Now out of those 16 shares, what we do is we sell 10 of them. Because you got eight hours for work. Hour to get ready for work, hour to get home from work, right? So you sell 10 of your best, <coughs> sorry for that. You sell 10 of your best shares to a corporation. And that corporation tells you how much your shares are worth. I'm telling you how much your shares of, uh, of yourself is worth, your best 10. So they say, I'm going to give you $100,000. Okay, so you're telling me my best shares, my 10 shares are worth $100,000 mm. or $50,000, $60,000. So what does that leave you with now? That leaves you with six shares left in your organization, in your corporation that you own. You got six shares. You are now create that value. You are now minority in your own corporation. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So what I tell people, if you're serious, what you need, the first thing you need to do is the sleep is the sleep. So that in those eight hours not going anywhere. You have to buy back at least six shares from that corporation that makes you a majority owner of yourself. Because right now, if I want to go on vacation, or if somebody want to go on vacation, I got to ask their boss, hey, can I have a, a vaca- take a vacation? Mm-hmm. Oh, my son, I want to go eat lunch with my son. Okay, let me put it in the system so I can go eat lunch with my son. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Or uh, I want to, my wife, for example, she's a school teacher. Like we, and, and, I, and I, this is a story. We lost, we lost our child, right? Her boss is going to, she had, because we had a miscarriage. Her boss is going to say, when do you come back to work? Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, not even know, like checking in. Not even checking in. Like, we can come back to work. You come back next week, the next day, December third. All of those things are run because we give our time, our most valuable shares to a corporation. If we learn how to take control of our life by buying back our time, buying back our shares of ourselves, now we control the uh, we control the cor- corporation. We control everything. If I don't want to go to the job, I don't have to. Why? Because I do not rely on my full time job to pay my bills. That's what we got to stop doing. Got to stop doing it. Got to stop it. And that's a, that's a, man, Chris dropping bar after bar after bar this episode, man. We got endless clips. Right? I can't wait for y'all to see this. Like, you're you going to, like, really, you, you really got to digest what that means. Like, mm-hmm. the shares and to start to even think that when you, when you look at it that way, you can even start to look at how you can reverse engineer it. And I like that you said buy back your time because mm-hmm. when we don't understand it that way, sometimes the first thing we think to do to give ourselves more time is to sacrifice our sleep. There you go. There and you now go. we start sleeping four, five mm-hmm. hours, you know, a, a day. Right. And, you know, depriving ourselves of sleep just so we can work 12 hours. Exactly. And then hustle for the next six, seven, eight hours. Exactly. And then we left with whatever is left to maybe sleep, take a couple naps here and there. Right. And that's really the, we should be doing the opposite. The non-negotiable should be to sleep, right? Exactly, exactly. Oh, that's, your power, that's your power pack. You yeah. think about it, the most high literally say, listen, I'm going to give you guys life. I'm going to give you breath. And what I'm telling you is I'm going to make you go. I'm going to let you go to sleep. It's like a my son playing with his remote control car. 
It's going to die eventually. You got to plug it back in the wall, let it charge up, then you can play with it again. And to take it a step further, Chris, too, like, not only is that, like, our, our body's way of charging, the thing that makes us different from that control is a consciousness. And then with the consciousness is that subconscious, which while you sleeping allows you to tap into exactly. and be in all these different places mm-hmm. at one time. You start getting downloads yep. from places you ain't never been before, from yep. people you never heard or met before. That's crazy. You say that. I was we was we was actually New Year's Eve. We was actually just sitting in the uh, laying in the bed New Year's Eve, me and my wife. And it was it was the TV was on, I think CNN or some channel, right? And then they was interviewing this composer dude, right? He's a composer, he write he wrote wrote music and everything. And he had said, he's and the person's like, man, why you came with all these this, these songs and everything? He said, man, listen, I would be sleeping and these things just come to me in my dream. He said, one time I tried to sit a recorder by my bed so I can kind of mumble it when I'm sleeping. He's like, it just come to me in my dream. And then one day I'm walking around and I just hear it. And then he go and play it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he's like when he's sleeping, he all these hit songs, he's like a world famous composer. It's crazy. That's crazy, man. I got this, I got this theory, man, that dreams, like when we dreaming, mm-hmm. it's us being able to step into ourselves mm-hmm. in a different dimension, in a different reality, in a reality oh. that we are not physically in. What's and that then, movie called? Uh with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh man. Oh, wait. Something like that. Yeah. And then when we have deja vu, I got this from somewhere else. Yeah. They saying deja vu is actually us remembering something from our reality in another dimension as well. It's That's like, dope. It never really happened to us, but we think it happened because right. it happened to ourselves in another dimension. That's dope. It happened somewhere because that deja vu seemed it's real, real, right? Right. It's it real. real. Yeah. Even them dreams that seem mm-hmm. real. It's like you I, one time I swore up and down I had a conversation with my wife about something. Mm-hmm. I can't recall the conversation, but I swore up and down we had a conversation in that we had like bought something. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, "No." Like that, that, that like, "Bro, what, what are you talking about?" Right. Like, you must did that with some other chick. I'm like, "No, no, no, no." Like this had they, they, they go right to the other chick, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm oh, like, "Yo, what are you talking about?" <laughs> So man, so t- tell us a little bit about like your morning routine. What what is your yeah. morning routine look that that you know you wake up in the morning and mm-hmm. you get yourself right and then by the time you sit down at your computer and you hit go on that first trade, what what's what's going on? What's happening? Yeah. I mean, I'm a parent first. First mm-hmm. and foremost, I wake up in the morning, you know. Wake up in the morning, uh I would like to say a prayer for the most part. Get the boys, take them to school, you know, uh my daughter got to take my daughter to school. You know, come back in the house. My wife probably don't cook some cook some good breakfast. You know, something something of that nature. You know, or just you know, kind of just maybe just have a quick conversation with her right quick. And then I'm off into the garage for right now because we're in the process of building a home. So I'm off in the garage right now, getting ready to start trading. Uh, and I work a full time job too. Mm. See, what I'm saying I work a full time job as well. I'm a senior vice president at a Fortune 500 company. So uh, I'm doing a lot of things at one time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there I'm teaching the promise, teaching the promised land, trading live in the promised land, uh, all that stuff. Trying mm-hmm. to make a couple dollars for eleven o'clock. I like to stop trading by eleven o'clock. Eleven, eleven, fifteen, eleven thirty. I want to be done trading for the most part. Mm. But that's a pretty like that's a pretty light light day, right? Like being able to you know mm-hmm. as far as the trading goes, right. like that's a light day to just mm-hmm. be so in the zone to where you can get all that done. You can be. Highly efficient and productive right. with, you know, taking the kids to school, making some breakfast, meditating, praying, yep. you know, and then, you know, do what you got to do and be out by 11 o'clock. And yeah, for, for, so for people who might be working from home, mm-hmm. that could be the life. That's beautiful. 
right? That's Making good. a whole other income, you know, when the in the first peak hours of the day before you really get to work. That's why I still work. That's why I still work full time job. Mm-hmm. I work from home. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So yeah. I mean, uh, right right now my full time job say Christian fire. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, you see what I'm saying? It's not. It's it's not a. It's not that it's mandatory. It's needed. You see what I'm saying? But the simple fact that hey, I can still bring in this income right here, this income X Y Z, and make it happen without it being like a stress, without it being stressful. I mean, do what you gotta do. And on the flip side, not even about like being fired. If they just start to impose on your boundaries, and oh yeah, like your non-negotiables, like hey, y'all can keep that over there because yeah, this, this is what this is what I signed. I don't for. rely. I don't rely on. Any, I don't rely on that full time income, that full time job to pay household bills. Mm. Stock go through the stock market. Mm-hmm. To the stock market. Man, shout out to you, man, and, and, and you spending time with us. We got a couple more questions before we yeah, switch gears. Um, you know, I, if you could, because we talked about blueprints. Mm-hmm. So if you could line us up with a nice little three-step blueprint to getting into options mm-hmm. quickly and intentionally, what would that blueprint look like? And it, it could be like a, a, a generic blueprint, something okay. that at least lines us up with a mindset and an, and an action plan on what to look for next. Got it, got it, got it. So what I do is uh, I take people on a journey, mm-hmm. right? So I take people on a journey coming, focused on like when the children of Israel was in uh, Egypt and they was in their captivity, right? So that's the first part of it. I want to take people out of their captivity and move them into their promised land. So I have a, uh, I have like a free $7 course, right? It's a $7 course and it just shows you what you're getting into. And the reason why it's $7 because I want people to just say, okay, let me look and see what the crap he's talking about. Because once you see it, you're going to fall in love with it. And it allows you to see my coaching, my teaching style. Because I don't want you to invest anything with me if you're not and say, okay, this is not the person I want to learn from, X, Y, Z. So I want to let you get a trial run of how I teach, what we're talking about, how it's going to happen. From there, the next blueprint is I have a, uh, I'm having a mastermind coming up February 27th. That's for five days. You're going to trade with me. You're going to uh, learn from me for five days live uh, from basically like 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And we're going to trade live four days as well. So we're going to trade live in the morning and then at evening time, we're going to actually have coaches. We're going to coach and teach you, okay, what's going on, right? Teach you everything you know to be successful trading stock options, okay? And then after that, I have another program that's a year-long coaching program that if people say, okay, this is everything I want and I want to get there faster. What I'm going to teach you in the mastermind, you can learn and take that and start trading on your own. But you say, hey, I want to get there faster. I want to start making 100, 200, $300,000 days like as soon as possible and trade with me and my team every day, that's what that year-long coaching program is for. So that's the blueprint that I take people through mm-hmm. on that journey. And it's, it sounds like a solid blueprint at yeah. that. It sounds like a really solid blueprint and one that is going to at least give you, mm-hmm. it's going to drip it on to people to where it's not too imposing. It's, right. It doesn't feel like people have to go out right. and they got to automatically spend a big bag like mm-hmm. some of these other coaches might be you know, putting on people. Mm-hmm. It allows them to kind of like, okay, you never got on a plane before. Right. First flight, you might just get economy. Mm-hmm. You might even fly Spirit and Frontier at that point, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never flew, you ain't try, you ain't never get on a plane before. You definitely ain't it's trying crazy. to spend all this money on it. So you might just drip it on them, and yeah. then you know after that, oh, oh I'm pretty comfortable with this flight. <laughs> I want to go to this place now. Now right. I might want to go to out the country, longer flight, yeah. Yeah. but I want to be more comfortable. Now I'm gonna fly, you know, first class. Right. So it's like you're getting an upgrade in your experience, yeah. but you're getting further and you're getting there more in a more exactly. comfortable way as well. Exactly. I like that. I like that. So, Chris, we're about to switch gears a little bit, man, okay. to, to one of the, the portions of the show that I like called Rapid Fire. And yeah. so I got these deck of cards with me, Pod Decks. This is uh this this segment is sponsored by these guys over here. And I got 
five random questions that okay. really don't have nothing to do with anything we were just talking about. <laughs> it's just a good way for us to just warm it up and, you know, have our li listeners learn a little bit more about you and dope, dope. for I us to it. have some fun, all right? That'll work. So That'll I got work. these five cards. You hear me shuffling my deck. And here we go with the first one. The first one is, what is your favorite trait about yourself? Uh, Laid back. I guess I say laid back. I'm just laid back, cool, calm, collected. Not too many things get under your skin or anything no. like that. Not okay. Okay, that's a bet. <laughs> what technology do you wish existed? Uh, teleportation. 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 Mm, so, all right, so let's say it did exist, which I can't even confirm or deny that it doesn't already, right? Uh, I'm with you. Where would you teleport to? Uh, shoot, back to the future, in the future, like in the past, in the future, the whole now. I want to see it all. Like I, I want it. I want it to be really like I want to sit down and watch it like it's a whole movie. Going back to Adam and Eve, I want to see the whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. I want to see everything. Then I'm going to the future too, and come back and get some plays. Yeah, yeah. Get some stock option plays. I don't even know. <laughs> I, I used to. I don't even know if I would even want to like tamper with 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 time like that. If I had, if I had a time machine, mm -hmm. like let's just say they just start manufacturing these things. Yeah. You can have one in your garage, like. I would probably just use it to say F a, F a plane. I'm just going, I'm just traveling. Like, right, I'm right, just going right, wherever right, I want to go. Exactly. Like right. Jumper, that movie Jumper. Yeah, right? like Jumper. Yeah, yeah that, mm -hmm. that was a dope movie. Yeah, I forgot about that, John. So brag to us about the best things you have going on in the, in the next 30 days. The next 30 days, the best things I got going on. Um, can I extend out the next 60 days? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Right. Next 60 days. Next 60 days, I would tell you, listen, this five-day mastermind, the five-day mastermind that I'm, I'm extremely excited about it. Like I say, we have uh, JT Automation, Myron Golden. We have other special guests we're working on right now coming through as well. So it's going to be real crazy. But that five-day challenge, not challenge, but five-day mastermind, I'm literally giving you every single tool that you need to be successful. I'm breaking everything down to the T. I'm going through it for five days. You get to trade live with me the whole night. So I'm really stoked about that. Yeah, man, I, I'm excited about it too. We, we talked mm -hmm. about it a little bit on the yeah. live. You just dropped you just dropped it on us today, and mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure we're gonna have some information at the end for the listeners to be able to yeah. find that information and, and tap in as well. Yeah. The last question is: You have a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. You have to donate or mm -hmm. create a charity. Okay. What do you do? Hundred thousand dollars to donate or create a uh, charity. Uh, I would say I would create uh, a charity for. Uh, battered women, battered mm. women with kids. It's, mm. it's like it's like the worst thing to see a, a woman, a battered woman, and she has kids and she living in like a a homeless shelter or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like we don't want to see that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a good one, and I, I like that you went with the even the the charity the charitable route because I mean sometimes it, it, when we talk about confidence and having mm -hmm. the confidence in ourselves, yeah, sometimes it might just be better and easier to just create the charity as opposed to dumping the money into exactly. some nonprofit or exactly. foundation that we don't even know if they really even putting the funds towards those things. They only got it, they only got to donate a certain percentage. They get to keep the rest of it. Right, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that was our rapid fire, Chris. I appreciate you partaking yeah, no, in that. that was dope. And uh these closing questions now okay. that I got for you. You seen the Matrix? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, perfect. I seen perfect. the first one. Okay, so right, yeah. you know who Morpheus is. Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. Bet, bet. So you're gonna be Morpheus, bro. Okay, cool. And cool, I'm, cool. I'm, I want you, as Morpheus, to give our listeners an option between the red pill and the blue pill. And if that red pill and the blue pill can be anything that you want, what would those options be? I get to take this red pill and do this, or I get mm -hmm. to take that that blue pill and do that. 
Interesting. Interesting. All right, so if I take the red pill, I can do this. If I take the blue pill, I can do this. If I can take the red pill, and it has to be like current day type thing. Nah, it could be anything you want. And again, you giving our listeners an option. Like you, mm-hmm. you, you tell okay, them. Okay, got, like, you, got hey, you, got you, got you, got you. You could either do this or you can do that. You can have this or you can have that. Got you. So I would, act, I would, I would be interested to see the, to see. Would you prefer to be and like this is kind of going around right now, like mm-hmm. on TikTok? I think. Would you rather be sad and rich or broke and happy? Mm. So which one would which one would you prefer? How would you make that work? Damn, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here because that's a tough one. I mean, if you broke, can you truly be happy? <laughs> broke, right? Broke. I'm, broke. Like maybe short on funds, I might be able to make something shake. But <laughs> if I'm broke, I doubt I'm happy. There you go. There <laughs> I you go. doubt I'm happy. Oh man, that's a good one. So what I'm gonna do is, and I'll make sure you got access to our private Facebook community okay. as well. I'm going to add that as a poll on the private Facebook community okay, bet, bet, so people bet. can go ahead and vote on there. Okay. Also, if our listeners are tuned in on Spotify, they can also go listen okay. and, uh, and vote on Spotify as well. Um, with that being the case, last uh, last question is okay. I want you to, you know, not even a question, but more so some advice. Mm-hmm. Let's say you you getting ready to head out the studio, you know, your wife making y'all trip, maybe y'all, y'all exploring Atlanta for a little bit, and you mm-hmm. just walk past an eight, a spin image, 18-year-old version of yourself. Right. What would be some advice you would give to 18-year-old Chris Jackson? That's a good man. A lot. I can, I can tell you a whole bunch. <laughs> but what I would um, I would truly tell him, man, do it now. Do it now. Whatever that it is, just do it right now. And if you're gonna do it, put everything into it. If you're going, if you're going to college, uh, major in something that's gonna make you money, right? Play the game how it's supposed to be, right? Life is really like playing, almost just playing the game. If you go to college, major in something that's going to benefit you, make money. If not, still you starting a business, start your business now. And But the most important thing over everything, when you're an 18-year-old, find you a mentor. Mm. Find you a mentor. Listen, if I can go back when I was 18 years old, man, I would find me a mentor ASAP just so I can cut through all the craziness that I was doing. Like I used to throw parties in. We bought uh, Gucci Man down. We bought Yo Gotti down. We bought Pastor Troy, uh, Yola the Great. Just people like that, right? I used to have those events. If I had a mentor to really tell me, Chris, you are wasting your time, I would have never invested those funds and actually lost that money, lost money in those particular things. You see what I'm saying? Mm. But didn't have anybody. You know, growing up in, you know, as African American, we grow up, we're more so just we taking chances to see what happened if it worked. Boom, 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 boom. You know. But if you got a mentor to kind of say, listen. Think about doing this, 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 this. And you play those plays and they work out for you, you're in the game, man. Facts. That's 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 some game right there. Like, I think the mentor is the heaviest piece. Oh yeah. Because for the longest, I think, especially as an eight year old, mm-hmm. you don't really value the relationships that you have. And you got a lot and you have a lot of mentors. Yeah. At 18 years old, that we just don't even know about, even that know we don't it. even see as mentors, yeah. that we don't even consider mm-hmm. mentors, that we don't want to listen to. But if we have the intention, like, or even the concept of what a mentor is, and just mm-hmm. finding one, like, right. you ain't got to have all of them. Just find one that you're going to put your energy into. And while you put that energy into them, figuring out how you can even be a value to that mentor exactly. as well. Exactly. Exactly. Like, where are, I think that's the difference between some of the 18 year olds that I see. That are out here with, and we see on Instagram right now with 
$100,000 monthly businesses, you know. Right, like what? And I'm just like, bro, <laughs> I'm thinking they my age, and I'm to ask like, oh, yeah, I'm 21, 22 years old, 17-year-old. I'm Man. like, yo, what is going on it's here? It's crazy. Bro? 18 years old, I thought that I had, I, I thought I was, I was literally about to go to college to get a job, to pay off debt, and to oh my God. work in a cubicle. Oh, it sounds, it sounds horrible, but that's what we thought. That's what we thought. It sounds so horrible, man, but that's exactly what we thought. We thought that life was literally, you go to school, get a job, you, you work, and then you retire, and go on a couple of vacations. And that's it, and that's life. That's it. And then you'll get the picket fence. And then little day did they tell you when that construct was created, they didn't tell you that years later you can't even afford to pick the picket fence by doing that anymore. You can't afford it because you don't build, that don't even work no more. Hey, you don't build this whole life <laughs> based off this one job. And next thing you know, that that boss come and tap you on the shoulder, hey Chris, we laying off, you got laid off. And now you're looking like, well, I don't built this whole life off of you giving me this employment. Mm-hmm. What I do now. SOL. It's crazy. You got no high income skill. You just was relying on that job. That so job. Chris, man, plug yourself in, man. Now I think it's the people's time to, you know, learn where they can yeah. find you, how they can get tapped into that mastermind on February twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. Let lay it on us. Tell us what where where the what's the deets? Yep. So uh you can always find me on Instagram at CJack130 at CJack130. So you once you start following me at CJack130, you're gonna get a whole bunch of scammers trying to follow you as well. Uh, I would never write you in a, a message telling you to send me money or none of that stuff. So that's how you can know if it's a scam or not. Uh, but listen, uh, the main thing is this. If you're ready and you're excited and you want to learn about trading stock options in general, I would tell you to sign up for this upcoming mastermind. And the reason why is because I know this mastermind, I'm t- taking you from the beginning. If you're a beginner never traded before a day in your life, I'm starting there. And I'm taking you all the way to the end. And you're going to have these tools that you you have. it. I'm, it's, recorded, it's recorded and you have unlimited access to it. So I teach it live. Then I give you the recording and I give you unlimited access to it. You see what I'm saying? Cause I want because I know once you get this, it's game changer, game over for you. So uh sign up for the mastermind. That's gonna be dope. Uh, Facebook, I think I'm Christopher Jackson. TikTok, I'm CJack130 as well. So those places you can find me. You go to my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel, I trade live every Wednesday. I'm uploading videos almost every day. That's Christopher Jackson's options 101. Mm. Plug in, plug in ASAP, man. Man, you know you really made it one. You start to get them uh them fake profiles. <laughs> you know you make when you get a fake profile that's duplicating you because you know they say duplication is is the is the the next form of flattery. People just trying to Man. ride their waves. It's just unfortunate that people are using these these, right, these names is. to to scam it and get money out of people. And I mean, shoot, I, I can announce that I officially got my first fake profile created like like last month. I saw one. Man. Yeah, man, we, we made it, bro. We made it. <laughs> but again, yo, don't fall for the trap. If right. somebody asks you for some money and they are either Chris Jackson or Kai Speaks, it's not us. It's not us. It's we, not us. We don't want you to cash app with Yeah, no cash app, no, no Bitcoin, none. none of that. Stuff. I don't even got cash app. So, <laughs> hey, man, the call to action for today mm-hmm. is I want you guys to really Rewatch this video if you need to. Take those notes. Follow CJack130 on all platforms. Tap into the YouTube. Get tapped into the community. If if stock options is something that you were looking at this video and you just feel moved to learn more. If you watch this video and you feel like the next keyword that you search on YouTube is stock and options, mm-hmm. you have everything you need to do. You know everything you need to do is just go follow those profiles. 
tap in with us and go tap in with the mastermind coming up on February Definitely. 30th. And we're going to make sure we're going to get a link Definitely. in the description below so y'all can just have a direct link to how to find that and where to go so you can get registered. It's a registration for it, right? Yeah, it's registration. Okay, yeah. so you can mm -hmm. get registered for that if that's something that you're interested in. But with that being said, guys, I'm your guy, Kai Speaks. You just heard it from Christopher Jackson on taking you to the promised land with <laughs> stock options. Just remember to keep focus, mm -hmm. build momentum, and drive results so you can live abundantly. Peace. Hey, man, that was dope.